0: Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. I hope you had a great weekend, and let's kick off this week with a fun trip report. We're headed out to New Jersey today with listener Jess, and we're talking about her Princess 10K from back in February, her trip down to Walt Disney World with her good friend, and they stayed at the Grand Estino Tower and the Dolphin, kind of did a split there. And this was Jess's first run Disney experience. And this was a delayed trip. She was planning to run the race in 2021, but, of course, that race was canceled because of COVID. So it's a great uh, story of uh, a trip delayed, and and she got to cross that starting line and then cross that finish line. So we talk about that. Also, fun times in the parks. How about some Disney Springs, Boathouse, Hangar Bar, and also just getting around Walt Disney World. Let's talk about fun attractions, Genie Plus, Lightning Lanes. All the stuff you come for, we have it here on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney adventure. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you to our patrons who support the show and make it happen. We could not do this show without you. If you'd like to support us and get Mike in the Midwest, our bonus mini show, just come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2102 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Of course, happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and you are settling in to that summer state of mind. And today, of course, it's Monday, so that means it's time for a trip report. And of course, here in the Midwest... Because you guys know, especially our patrons know, that I'm Mike in the Midwest. That's my alter ego. But in the Midwest, we are definitely right about now settled into that summer state of mind. But if you're on the East Coast, the summer hasn't arrived yet. You may still be in school if you work in education or if you have kids. I can't believe it. There's no way I could survive on the East Coast right now. I mean, we're already got our tans. We've got the hammocks laid out. We've already used our, you know, passes for the pool three, four, five times at this point. I'm praying for you, East Coasters. But then again, you know, you'll be giving it back to us come Labor Day when you're still on break and we're in the second quarter of school. So anyway, joining us today, she works in education, so we already had this conversation. Jess is out in New Jersey. Jess, thanks for coming on the show today. What's going on?
1: Hi, Mike. How's everyone?
0: Hey, everybody's doing great here, and uh, we were talking before we recorded, still just kind of finishing up that last final sprint there to the finish, and I again, I don't know how you guys do it. Like, any school in June should be illegal, in my uh, opinion.
1: I agree. I agree. We picked up <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. If you're from Jersey, you understand going down the shore, and um, these last three weeks are are tough, so we're pushing through till the 21st. Okay, so... We're,
0: I listen to a couple other podcasts, and one of the shows I listen to. I listen to a lot of other. I listen to a ton of podcasts. I just love podcasts in general. Always have, and one of my listen to is, is three guys that are runners. They're friends. They live in Buffalo, New York, and they the one guy always goes to the shore for vacation every summer. Talks about it. So again, never been to New Jersey. I think maybe I have because I went to a Phillies game once, and I think the guy that. My dad's friend who pitched for the Phillies, I, I want to say he lived in New Jersey. Would that work? I mean, could you live in New Jersey? and?
1: No, oh, yeah, there's definitely Jersey suburbs. Okay, in Philly.
0: okay. So I think he did live in New Jersey because we stayed at his house and then he pitched for the Phillies. So I think I was like there for like 24 hours or something to stay at his house. But anyway, he, they, this guy in this podcast always talks about going to the shore. So Going to the shore, like, what are the highlights? Has he talked about going to some, like, seafood restaurants? I mean, what do you do when you go to the shore in in Jersey? I mean,
1: it's everything. It's the whole coastline. So (laughs) there's everything from the boardwalks and the carnival rides and games to really pretty beaches all the way down to Cape May, you know, at the southern tip, Hmm. Um, Victorian mansions, and, yeah, good food up and down, Jersey vibes, Uh, some Philly vibes. There's definitely some more (laughs) Philly-populated beaches um at the shore but it's beautiful come over
0: uh, i'm sure you guys have some uh, eagles jerseys uh phillies jerseys floating around on, on the yep, shore you notice
1: as you go more <laughs> south it changes yep
0: yeah we have some. I, I could imagine the vibe is kind of similar to maybe branson just branson's probably got a lot of older people uh here in missouri but maybe not i don't know it's uh it's a little different than walt disney world but no less fun it's a good time anyway let's talk about your trip because we have so much to talk about We're talking about a little run Disney today, which has me excited because you were down for Princess Weekend, and Princess sign-ups are right around the corner. They just got our money for Marathon Weekend, and here we go again, and I'm not trying to amp up the stress, people. I know we're just now catching our breath from everything that happened with Marathon Weekend registrations. It can't be that bad again. I, I don't know. I mean, we're recording this before it happens. It, please don't let it be that bad again, but we'll have the discord server open for the BR guest lizard. So if you want to hang out that morning and check everybody's status reports, we'll do it on the discord server again, but we're going to be talking about princess weekend, some fun stays. So tell us about, well, first of all, as I always ask everybody, give us your background on your Disney fandom. Then let's talk about how this trip came together. So tell us that.
1: Okay. So, um, newish to Disney in 2016, that was my family's first trip. Um, it was a trip that was for my five-year-old son and my three-year-old daughter. And it was right at the time where I, we were grieving the loss of my mom and their grandmother and the magic of Disney helped us tr- through that. And then um, we went every year since Jersey week from Jersey, November, um, 2016, 17, 18, 19. We, we got down at right at the end of 2020 and just continued to go. Our 21 trip was in Disneyland and then um I went to Princess in February. So been multiple times, different ways, different places to stay, different groups of people. Um, so I'm I went head in, but pretty yeah. recently.
0: I love it. You know, kind of newer to the fandom, but like totally, totally in at this point. Now I gotta ask you, because you know, I mean, I've only mentioned it like 17,242 times at this point, but I am going to Disneyland here very soon in the next couple of weeks. You went to Disneyland. What's one thing that's kind of a sleeper hit that you would tell me? You know, like you were out there, something surprised you, something. Cause I've never been, you know, I've done I've been Walt Disney World many times.
1: What I mean, about, I, I guess it's personal, but we absolutely loved California Adventure. And we actually didn't stay long at Disneyland. We only had one day and we were park hopping and we enjoyed DCA so much. We hopped over to Disneyland and we're like, this is really, it was too crowded, too compact. So we went right back. To California Venture. And we just, we had a blast. We walked everywhere, stayed off, you know, off site. And it was so easy. My kids got soaked on Splash Mountain. They ran out, changed at the hotel, and came right back. So, You'll love it. You'll I've,
0: I've heard that, it. that that the splash mountain. It's no joke. I've heard you get like Cali river rapids wet. Like it's not just Very a actually. little spritz. It's uh, Yes, and
1: I, I did not go on. So I stayed in the <laughs> park. So my husband took them to
0: change. <laughs> that just sounds wrong. I don't want to get that wet, but I'm going to definitely, I'm doing everything. And you know what, Scott, the other day we were talking about this. Cause Scott will be out there at the same time. Of course, you know, we got to do this together. And, uh, he was telling me he thinks that maybe California Adventure is his favorite theme park of all of them. Oh, you know, of all the Walt Disney World theme parks, Disneyland, California Adventure is number one. I was like, wait, what? I. But he, he loved it. He said it was awesome. Yeah. So
1: You'll see for yourself soon. I'll find
0: out. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Anyways, okay, so let's talk about this trip. So how did this particular princess trip come together? Because I know you went down with some special people. So tell us about that and how you guys like planned it out and got it together.
1: Sure. So this was originally a a 21 princess plan with different people, my cousins. Um, And then once that was canceled, um, the next registration came out and my cousins pulled out. So I was registered solo. I said, I'm doing this. I've been training. Um, I had never run in my life. Legit couch potato. And I said, I trained for this. I'm going to keep training and I'm going by myself. My husband had no interest. He, I said, good, stay with the kids. I'll Mm -hmm. go. And then about a month, before the trip, maybe a month and a half, a very good friend of mine said, "I'm going to come with you, and I'm going to be by your side. I'm going to wake up with you at 2:30 in the morning. I'm going to be at the whole event." I, w- I said, "You're you're crazy yeah. for doing that," yeah. and um, she said, "Nope." And she she is a runner and amazing with exercise and working out. So I I, I knew I'd appreciate her with me. She knew knows nothing about Disney. Um, put the all the planning in my hands and she said let's go have a mom's weekend away run your 10k we'll eat and drink and have a good time together and that's exactly exactly what we did
0: okay so let me let me ask you about this kind of jumping forward just a bit before we dive into this so Ashley's down there and you mentioned before we start recording you were trying to get her registered at the last minute but you know it pop open it would close you know every once in a while you'd see an opening but I mean you know, really once the the races go on sale and they sell out, it's very hard to kind of get those bibs. When Ashley saw how everything unfolded, since she is a runner and somebody who's kind of into these things, You said you weren't bitten by the bug too hard. Kind of a spoiler for the end of the end of the trip report. But do you think she was? Do you think she really wanted to be out there, or was it fine? I think she wanted to be
1: running and competing. She runs. That's me too. (laughs) That's me too. I'd hate to watch.
0: That drive me crazy.
1: Right, and that's why my husband is not was not interested because he would he wants to win the race. Yeah, Um, and that's not what really run Disney. Really, you know, feels like. So she enjoyed it. I, I I don't think either that that would be a race that she would sign up for. But yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's one of those out. things like if I was going to be there, I just want to be a part of it. Like I wouldn't be that close watching. I, You know, I love seeing my friends and everybody and cheering because I've cheered many a race. But, you know, I just I'd like to be out there. I like to be a part of the event. So. I'm just curious since she was uh, somebody that gets into this stuff. Okay, so let's talk about you stayed at two hotels, you guys stay at the Grand Estino Tower over at Coronado, and then you guys went over to the Dolphins. So let's talk about travel down, arrival, first night at Grand Estino, arrival day. How'd you guys arrive and, and kind of settle in?
1: Yeah, so you know, being a being a, an educator, it's very hard to take time off. So mm-hmm. taking two days off is a no-no. So it took a day and a half. Yep. So we arrived later, you know, like five, five thirty on Thursday. Um no weather issues, you know, being February in New Jersey. I was worried about that. So we got down, we Ubered right to Grand Test- Destino. I had personally, since I was going solo, I wanted to do things that I had never seen before and Ashley was along for the ride. So I really wanted to see the tower and, um, it w- it really was beautiful. The smell in the lobby we loved. Um, our room obviously was ready by then. So we literally just dropped our bags and we looked out our window and we saw the, the three bridges and we said, okay, we're going there. And, um, The beauty of not having kids, we didn't have any reservations anywhere. We just walked right up. They said, sure, grab any seat by the bar or wherever. So that's exactly what we did. We um, enjoyed the Sangria flight, which we didn't love all of them. Um, We had some margaritas, grabbed some dinner, and just it was a beautiful setting. We really, really enjoyed that spot.
0: I still haven't made it to Three Bridges. I've tried yeah. to go there. I've, I've stayed at Coronado like probably three or four times since it's open, but it's just I'm, I'm always either at my grill or just going somewhere else. I got to give it a shot. Is it you recommend it though, even though the sangria flight wasn't exactly what you were hoping for?
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, we, we like that the, the style of the food at, at Coronado. Um, so I don't re- even remember what we had, but I'm sure tacos and um, just lighter food mm-hmm. you know we weren't we were hungry but not starving we were also wondering if we were going to end up at toledo later night right. you know in the evening for a bigger dinner so it was more like appetizers and drinks at that point
0: so you guys did head up to toledo though right you went to the bar so what was how's that because when i the only time i've been up there i've walked around it but it was during covid it wasn't open but they had they could you know you could walk into the the main part of the restaurant and just kind of look around just yeah. so basically you go to the top of the tower and look around on the observation deck out there but uh what was the vibe up there
1: um it was it was very adult vibe. Um, you know, it felt like a Vegas lounge in a way. <laughs> it was it was it was modern. Um, you know, the everything was beautiful in there. Um, we went up there in my head. I thought you could see fireworks and and we we started seeing people gravitate towards the balcony. I never really saw anything. I don't know if I was looking in the wrong direction. <laughs> people were pointing. So maybe that isn't maybe that's Riviera or or a different hotel that I was getting confused where you can see outside. Um, But again, the drinks were, were fancier. They were more crafty cocktails. Um, The service was amazing. And um, yeah, we enjoyed it. And then we were really tired and we went right, right. A couple floors down and and went to bed.
0: That's beauty is beauty of having all that stuff on site at your hotel. When you stay at, I always say deluxe hotels because you have lots of, you know, lounges and table service restaurants, but Coronado, because it's a, also a convention hotel, uh, kind of scratches all those itches too, you know, right there and boom, you just go to your room, you know, catching have you over, yes. it you know, was great.
1: It was great for adult, an adult, yep. you know, mom's trip.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So Friday you're there, you're like, you know, you're, you, you, are starting the day off on property and you got a lot going on. You're going to first of all, transfer over to the dolphin, but this is your day where you're going to get to go to the expo. And that's when actually the, for me, the excitement of a run Disney weekend really amps up like when you hit over to ESPN it's like oh man see all the runners you see about their bibs and their merchandise and I get so excited I'm just talking about it right now I'm ready for my next race I gotta Mm -hmm. wait till November so tell us about this day making the transfer and then going from there
1: yeah we were so excited we I will I was so (laughs) excited and she was excited for me um yeah we we couldn't decide what the best logistics for that transfer was but we decided to to just get all of our stuff to Dolphin They are literally across the the street from each other, maybe Mm -hmm. a couple of turns on a highway, but it was so close. It was like a $5 Uber. Um, We had to store our bags and then we went right to the bus area. And this was my first mistake. I didn't realize the expo buses wouldn't be where the Disney transportation was. So we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting. And I see coach buses going by. I'm like, nah, that can't be it. And <laughs> yeah, we be waited nice a ones. very long time. And, you know, here I am, a tour guide for Ashley. And I'm like, oh, it's usually better than this. And then we realized we were clearly in the wrong Place. Well, that's okay.
0: Now, you know, I mean, really, because there are a lot of different logistics with a run Disney weekend, but now, you know, and you know yes. what the runners get the comfortable buses.
1: <laughs> oh, they were beautiful. And, and at least I knew for the next morning because that would have right. been, that been yes. terrible. Yes.
0: Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Way better to do it to the expo than at three o'clock in the morning for the race. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. Way better. So we got to the expo, no problem after that. And, um, it was so nice having Ashley with me because I took the cheesiest pictures. I hate every <laughs> one of them because it just, you know. I just feel uncomfortable in them. Um, And I just laughed about it because I felt so awkward taking so many pictures by myself. But at least I have them. Um, Everything was simple. There was no lines. You know, this was Friday, mid, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. No lines for anything. I'm not a huge Buyer. i actually didn't buy anything except for like my first, first pair of gooder sunglasses oh my was gosh
0: I, I don't buy them but people that have them swear but i mean like scott i think has 50 pair i he has like one for every mood I, yeah i, I was guess. i
1: was happy i i've been happy with the purchase um but got the bib got the shirt got the the, the, the 6.2 mile sign yep. the big picture that i wanted um and it was just it was beautiful weather the whole, the whole time we were there and we were coming from winter and now all of a sudden it was warm and we were just, we were happy. Um, so the expo is fantastic.
0: Yeah. Folks that don't come from the North, you do not understand that last statement and how important that is for like marathon weekend, princess half marathon week. This is the draw for those two weekends. If you are from Missouri, New Jersey, Canada, Minnesota, I don't care, Montana, Nebraska, wherever you're from, Iowa, someplace like that. You get down there and it's instantly summer for a weekend. I'm telling yeah. you what, you just you may never go back to your family. <laughs> you're just yeah. like, well, I don't want to go back to where it hurts to be alive. I, <laughs> you bring up that point, and, you know. Right now, it's it's nice everywhere in the states, but you think about it in the wintertime, and it just it lifts. I mean, you're excited to be there because of your Disney. You're getting ready to do a race, and they got all the co- the music's pumping at the expo. Everybody's encouraging you. you. See all the signs like "Good luck runners." That gets me all amped up. But, I mean, you bring up a great point. I mean, you get to see the green grass and just smell like warm, tropical. You feel humidity for the first time in six months. Yep. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> yep. So, and, and and back in Jersey, it was actually an ice storm. So the exactly. so schools, you know, had to delay opening and all this. So we were laughing at our husbands because they had to deal with all of that. But um, we were, we were. Sweating.
0: I always tell Scott my trip's always better in the winter if the if the weather's worse back home. Like if I hear there's a snowstorm or it's like, you know, wind chill warning or something, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes my trip even I I hate to say that, but it makes me feel like, okay, I'm getting my money's worth even more. Okay, so anyway, and sorry, I mean I'm so mean like that, but you had a pool day before your 10K race, which I like because one, you're you're at the Dolphin and they have pretty nice pool area there and you're taking advantage of the amenities of the hotel and you're you know, it's an adult's trip. Why run yourself into the ground today? So how, how was, how did this kind of rest of the day work out for you?
1: Yeah, we just, we took the bus back to Dolphin and um, I've, I've stayed at Dolphin many, many times. I'm, I'm personally a big fan and definitely that area. And um, it, it, the pool, the pool's great. And with COVID now you, you order everything at your chair. You just scan the QR code and um, all of our just food and our drinks arrived. And we, we were at the pool for a good couple of hours. Um, so again, just me and my mom friend and, um, a cocktail or two and good food yeah. and perfect weather. FaceTime
0: and, back home. How's that ice storm treating you guys?
1: <laughs> yeah, just some texts here and there. I didn't, I didn't need to see anybody. Um, but yeah, perfect relaxation day. Um, but the nerves were starting for the next day. I have to admit, I just, it was on my mind so that I was relaxed, but I was thinking about the next early wake up
0: well because the whole thing is and that's exactly it it's the early wake up because you're deciding like okay really i need to try to go to bed you know try to unwind at like 8 30 or 9 o'clock or you know what have you you're starting to count backwards from the time you got to get up for how many hours of sleep you want to get it does you know i've told this to many many people because i've done so many of these races at this point that Honestly, it doesn't matter because you're not going to sleep that well anyway. I've done so many of these races. I mean, I have piles of shirts from all the weekends I've done, and I still, you know, before a 10K, a 5K, a half marathon, like, I, I still don't sleep. I get nervous before all of them, and I think it's a nerve-slash-excitement of seeing everybody and being out there and having the fun that I have, but, you know, I try to force my. I used to try to force myself to go to bed, like, at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Now, it's like, I, you know, if I get back to the room 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I'm like, Yeah. you know, I wasn't going to be asleep anyway because I just lay there and just look at the ceiling. Because the thing is, like, you get woken up by the fireworks, right? I mean, you know, the nine o'clock, okay, Epcot. You know, ten o'clock now, you hear the Magic Kingdom. So it's like, well, I'm not going to be asleep anyway because it's going to wake me up. So I mean, was that kind of what you were feeling? I know, did you like lay stuff out? I mean, did you get set up and all that stuff?
1: Yep. So after our pool day, we had gone to Disney Springs and I wanted to show Ashley that whole area. And we had, um, we stopped at the hangar bar first and then we ate at the boathouse. Um, so it was just a nice relaxing evening, but then we were like, all right, let's, let's get back. So we, we Ubered a lot, you know, that, that we did, we did some buses, but we, we just hopped on an Uber and, um, being that she's run a lot of races, she told me to lay everything flat on the Mm ground of my Tank top, my my bib, yep. my pants, my shoes, my socks, my earbuds, everything. So everything was right there. We went through it. And then she fell asleep right away. I was I was definitely up. <laughs> she, had I no, mean,
0: she had no skin in the game. Once she was like, I've done my part, I'm going to bed. <laughs>
1: yep. yep. I even loaded up the coffee machine with the water. So all I had to do was press the button. That's so everything was ready to go. We set probably five or six alarms because that was definitely a paranoid, you know, feeling right. too that yes. we wouldn't wake up. <laughs> I think we set it for 255. I think we were going back and forth hearing people's opinions on on what time to actually get there. It was a good time. I still think maybe we got there a little too early but um, I'm not going to complain that that we made it because I know a lot of people had some some bus yes. issues that uh-huh. race. Yeah. Um, so yeah I fell asleep eventually maybe got like three or four hours
0: that's, that's, that, that's, I mean, that's a lot for a race weekend for me, honestly, because I, again, I can't sleep, And but you did the right thing. And I always take my picture of my flat person, you know, Ooh, when yes, I, that's what you called yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Flat Jess, flat Mike, you know, and we're ready to rock, you know, the way plus two, if you have your bib on your shirt and everything that's laid out, people can know what your number is. If they want to track you back home, you know, just. So my you know my wife's back here in January this, this way she can just check my text because there's a way to track you like okay, your husband is still alive at mile 22 of the marathon on Sunday. Thumbs up. so you know I tell her just just check my Twitter It <laughs> posts okay. on Twitter. Okay, so the time is here. it's time for the 10k Saturday and you wake up okay let me let me ask you because I don't know how, how much of this you remember, but when that alarm goes off and you get up, Cause it is, I mean, it's not even morning at this point, really it is. If you've never done these races, I mean, you are like, every time I, you know, the alarm goes off, I feel like I just fell asleep. And then, you know, I'm like, where am I? First of all, I'm in a hotel room and it is dead in the middle of the night. It's not even like the sun's going to come up for like three more hours and then you got to get all dressed and you know, but then as soon as you walk out of the room, it's kind of chilly, but you see all these runners walk into the buses. So walk us through that morning, getting over to the, to the race start.
1: Okay, sure. So, um, I'm not used to talking to anybody in the morning. So that was, you know, <laughs> that's my wife. Had, she says, "Do we not had talk to be me. polite <laughs> to each other and especially actually <laughs> like going through the checklist. And she was so, just so great with making sure I had everything. Um, so we were ready to go, you know, pretty quickly. Um, I think 2:55, the alarm went off. We were on the bus at 3:15, So it was a wow. very quick,
0: man. You were like, for two of us to get yes. ready and out the door.
1: Yeah. Um, and I should mention, we had our, our park bags packed at all because we had no plans to come back to the hotel. So we had, we had everything. We were, we were ready to go. Whoa, whoa um, you were, you
0: were going to go straight from the race finish into the parks and not even come back to the hotel. That's yes, because I am okay. super slow.
1: I'm very, very oh, slow. Okay. And I wanted to get to magic kingdom for rope jobs. So like <clears throat> there was it. no time to come back. Um, <laughs> That's aggressive. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. And she was up for it. Um, so yeah, we were, I think three 30, three 40. We were at Epcot. Um, it was a very long walk. I think I had heard that, but yep, it was, It is. but everyone's taking picture. Oh, I should mention the costumes, just seeing everybody in those costumes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's what, I don't think Ashley expected the right. amount of people. So it was just fun. It was people watching. She ran into to one or two people that she knew, which was crazy. Um, so that was exciting. You know, at that hour of the morning, we again, took ton, tons of pictures. It was, it was black night out. It was, It was surreal to be there at that time a day, but I was taking, I was taking everything in. Was Um, it because
0: you have the race announcers, which I've kind of developed a relationship over the years. You know, I talk to them on social media. You know, sometimes I talk to them over the race weekends. They're they're great people. I mean, to a person, because for me, they are part of the experience at this point because they really do help you pass all that time because you're right. You're there so long, but they just have to get you there, though, because they have to get so many people all staged in the right place. I get it why we're there so early, but it stinks. I mean, because you got to stand there for like two hours sometimes in the cold and the dark, just it waiting was. to go. But did, did you feel like that vibe, like it was kind of they were building you up to really, you know, set up the experience so that when they started the race, you were like, really, really? Because they get me amped up. I'm. I feel like I could like go to the Olympics by the time the race starts.
1: Yeah. Oh, they were great. And that that's like, I was so thankful that I had something to watch and focus on instead of just sitting there being nervous because obviously Ashley and I separated. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I was in the dead last, the last corral. I put myself there because I thought maybe it would mean I could arrive later, but that didn't really work out. <laughs> um, so I was, you know, I, I was there for a while and a long, long time until they even opened the corral. I, I, as I've gotten older, I've gotten really terrible with claustrophobia. So I had done a lot of research, like, how high does the gate come up? So if I feel claustrophobic, I could like climb mm-hmm. over it or even, so at, all of that started as people started packing in and packing in, packing. And that's when I started to get a little nervous, but I always knew that, you know, the end goal was to cross that start line and just get started. Um, but where my corral was, was right where the stage, where the announcers were. So I had a great view of them and that, that helped pass the time.
0: So tell us about the race start. You know, you finally get to that point, you were training all this time. You had scheduled the vacation. You had waited a year because of 2021 cancellations. And finally, I mean, because honestly, you know, the finish line is the goal, but the start line is the bigger deal that we never talk about because you got to get to the start line before you can cross the finish line.
1: Yeah, it's very true. I mean, so much happened, obviously, in the past couple of years that just getting there was was a hurdle. Um, when 2021 Princess was canceled, I gave up on my training, like, to to be – honest with myself, I, I stopped training for the 10 K farthest I had ever gotten in that full last year was just the five K. So in my mind, I'm like, I really hope I'm not, you know, gonna n- get swept by these balloon ladies. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I'm like literally dead last in my corral and the balloon ladies are right behind me. So I have this it's like a
0: nightmare come to ooh. life right there.
1: Nightmare, Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what it was. I Am can't I awake, like hear exactly. about the balloon ladies and there they are literally standing behind me. So i had been trained at maybe like a 14 and a half minute mile with some walks because i knew i was going to stop and take pictures but them right behind me was just pressure so when i crossed that start line and there's ashley like cheering me on she got me right off from the start i just bolted because i didn't want to be anywhere near those, right. those ladies and i don't know how but all of a sudden a mile was done And I looked at my watch, and it was like the quickest mile I had ever run. And then I was convinced they shortened the course. I was so convinced, Um, but I think it was accurate. I think I I did the whole thing. And no, it's uh, accurate.
0: They're certified courses. What it is? It's it's the excitement. It's the environment. It's the adrenaline because it it happens to me all the time. And you got to be careful. Like when you're doing it, like when I run my marathons, like I'll look down my first two or three miles, and I'm like. Whoa, hold your horses, dude. You gotta run 23 more miles. Cause I get so excited. I'm like, you know, sprinting. I'm like, you better hold something back. You are 48 years old. You are never gonna make it.
1: Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it I, happens I, to me. It actually I get so me.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, I, I knew I was still as fast as I ran that mile. I I'm still a slow runner. So I didn't give myself permission to stop for any pictures for that first 5k distance. Yep. So my goal was run the boring parts, you know, try to get through that Good strategy. Yeah. And then as soon as I got into Hollywood studios, I just, um, I'm like, I think I can do this and I can slow down a little bit. So I did, I stopped, I took pictures of, you know, the tower of terror and in front of rock and roller coaster. And then I'm like, I I made it. Like I I, I had the confidence that I was not gonna get swept. And um, I I took in running in the parks. Like, when do you get to be Mm -hmm. in the parks at that hour? Um, Epcot is my favorite all-time park. I could spend every day in World Showcase. So when I came around, you know, to that section, I, I walked like a turtle. I, I took pictures. I stood in line and I, I was able to do all that. And I just, I didn't expect that to happen for me. You know, I was thinking I was going to get swept. So, um, I was, I was proud of myself. I, I was. And um, then I crossed the finish line and Ashley was right there again cheering me on. She got it all on video and the tears were yes. there for sure. Um, I just, just that, that I, I ran my first, you know, real race and it was in Disney and I had a friend cheering me on and my husband was tracking me so he, he knew yeah. that I had crossed the finish line. So that was all that was all good. The kids sent me a picture and it, it was good.
0: Well, let me just say, because I know we're going to get into the park touring and all the other stuff that people are not runners care about, you know, because <laughs> I don't know how everybody cares about running, but I, I sure do. And I know we have a lot of runners in our audience. But first of all, congratulations. That is that's an amazing story and an accomplishment. And I love hearing this because it is something you have forever. And I, you know, I tell people, you know, people always ask, like, what souvenirs do you like from Walt Disney World? And I always say, you know, my my favorite souvenirs are kind of my my race medals because every one of those is something that has a story behind it, you know, There, you know, whether it was terrible weather or, you know, because it was so cold or it was so hot or it sleeted that one race or the one race where there was lightning and we never actually really ran it. They just gave us the medals, but we did run it, you know, because like, we were stupid and it was pouring rain and the whole time, you know, everything's got a story behind it and who you ran it with or, you know, if you ran it by yourself, what have you, but it's also, it's earned, you know what I'm saying? Like you earned that medal, you earned that experience, you earned the stories and you earned those photos in the studios and in Epcot and that's why I like run Disney. It gives you that opportunity to take a favorite place, but also see it in a very different way. That is something that you have to do some work, you know, to be able to have that experience but the work pays off, you know, tenfold when you cross that line. You're just like, okay, it was worth it. <laughs> they, yeah. I've always said they should have the next year sign-up, you know, right there at the <laughs> finish line because everybody would sign up. I mean, no problem.
1: Yeah, that, that probably would have gotten me. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, getting that medal, it, it, number one, it, it's heavy, not going to lie. Like, yeah. it, it's a heavy, heavy piece of, of jewelry. Um, but it was it was an experience.
0: And, all right. Well, let's, let's see. So you guys go straight to the parks. I like this. I mean, you, I, after a race, I'm like, okay, shower, I'm back. I'm chilling for a while. I'm getting breakfast and then I'm like, okay, I'll roll in at noon. Uh, but I, you know, I usually have a little more time. Cause again, I used to work in education and I get it. Cause that's the one weekend I did dopey and I got in trouble by my district. Cause I stayed one extra day and that's pretty much how I became a travel agent. No, cause I was like, <laughs> I had to pick at that point. I said, you know what? 17 years is enough teaching. Let's do something else. But you went straight to the Magic Kingdom for a Rope Drop. Actually, you got, so you went to the Contemporary, it looks like, for breakfast over at the Contempo Cafe. Because you got to eat. I mean, after you run a race, you got to eat. And then you that's a good place to go because you can walk right over the Magic Kingdom. So walk us through this day. I'm just looking at your notes. And this day looks, you've already done seven miles because the walk and everything to the corrals. I mean, it, this looks exhausting like without a race that day. So walk me through this day.
1: Yep. So we, yep. We went right to the contemporary and I have to say that bus, it took a long time. We went to wilderness yep. lodge. Uh, we went to the
0: campground, the, um, Probably the campground. I for, yeah. So I've been on that bus. Cause I was, while it I was yeah. Lawns, yeah.
1: So while again, my goal was to show Ashley around, you know, I was playing tour guide for the day. I was falling asleep. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, no I mean, one was talking sleep. on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> no one was talking. Everyone was either sleeping or just like ready. Um, so we got to contemporary and we just wanted quick serve um, service. I also wanted to change my shirt because I had my friend make me a special shirt, you know, to oh wear in all, the, in all the park pictures. What I forgot though, was I, I run with knee braces on and they, they were really like bothering me and I didn't want to throw them away. I became, I was very close to throwing them away. So I just stuffed them in bags and um, actually no, I decided to keep them on and that was, that was a mistake. Um, but we got right to Magic Kingdom. My goal in Magic Kingdom was to take the picture in front of the right. castle. <laughs> That's
0: where so you gotta go with the medal. Yeah, exactly. Yes,
1: and just show Ashley the classic rides. So um I did forget to mention as I was running the race, I had someone else purchase genie and um book my first like um Genie Plus, as well as purchase Remy. This is um, where we are. This up. is
0: where we are in the world. I hate that we're yeah. at this point. In the, I, I, I love Walt Disney World. Don't get me wrong, but I hate that we have to think about that stuff while we're in the middle of a race. We gotta have our, our like triage team booking our lightning lanes. You know? Oh my yeah, gosh.
1: because I never tried the system before, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, all right. And I, I treated Ashley to to. <laughs> buying genie i'm like this one's on me um so we had something set up in magic kingdom i think it was maybe pirates but i only wanted to do classic rides so we did small world haunted Haunted mansion and pirates um and they were great and classic but at that point then it was we were very hot i was uncomfortable in those knee braces the metal was so heavy i'm like all right, let's let's take a little break because our next park was going to be um, Hollywood Studios. So obviously we can walk there from Dolphin. So we did decide to go back to Dolphin. And I'll say I've stayed at Dolphin so many times and the bus has always brought you right from Magic Kingdom to the hotel. But it you have to get to the TTC now to get back to Dolphin. And um, we decided to take the, the big ferry boat because I hadn't done that before. We watched two boats come and go and not pick us up. We were the only people in line. So maybe they just didn't think enough people. So that just took a long time. We got the TTC. No one knew where the dolphin bus or the swan dolphin bus came. So we were just sitting there in the blazing sun. So that was just bringing us down a little that, bit. And it always
0: happens on a day like that where you like you're exhausted, or a day like you're yes. in a rush. You know, it, it never happens on a day we're like, ah, oh, we're not in a big hurry. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah the, and oh, I felt this pressure because I was showing exactly, everything. Exactly. Yeah, like, this yeah. is how it works. Exactly. And you can take a boat. You can take a bus. Every time. And, yeah. Yeah. But she, she's such a trooper. So all we needed was coffee and some food, <laughs> and to we, we changed. I got rid of those knee braces, um, and. Less than an hour, we we just refreshed, and then the walk over to, to Hollywood Studios is beautiful. I love that walk, and I had just run it, so I'm like, "Oh, we just ran here." Like, hey, I just, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah, just cruised through here. Now I'm just going to enjoy it at yeah, this time. It was yeah. dark
1: then. Yeah, um, totally.
0: Yeah, this is what it looks like with the lights on. Okay, so yeah. you guys walked to the studios, and it says that Ashley's a big Star Wars fan, so you took her to see Galaxy's Edge. Didn't ride anything in there, but really, you don't have to. You just got to kind of just to see the Millennium Falcon. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So, what'd she think?
1: So she was, she was in awe and that's what hooked her to be like, all right, I guess I'll bring my family here. <laughs> um, and she, she FaceTimed with her kids right away because the stormtroopers and and just uh-huh. like, I, I don't, she, she hasn't researched a thing. She had no idea. So to step into that, that world, it was very impressive for her. Um, so that was, that was perfect. We didn't do anything, but just walk around there. And then we had booked, um. Toy story mania and that was just fun you know it's a is. fun ride to compete with her um she didn't know what to do i did so, so i'm <laughs> I, sure i you beat won. her okay, by I was a lot
0: you have to you have to you know sometimes you just got to beat your friend at games i mean he's got to crush them just keep them yes. honest yeah good
1: yes she could, you know, she's so competitive and you know and she can she i, I would lose to her in everything else, but this that's, one I great. that's great that's great um, so so we booked it out of there it was fun you know she, she she saw what she needed to see and then I'm like all right now let's take the skyliner um, and that was that was great the the first leg to Caribbean beach um, the the family with us kept talking about the accidents and the crashes and getting stuck I'm
0: like please stop. oh my god <laughs> yeah
1: and then once we transferred um, we had a really fun group of, of other single girls, um, that were just having a blast. So that was, that was a, a better trip over to Epcot. Cause that was our, that was our final park, um, for the day. Um, so Skyliner was great and she, um, yeah, she enjoyed that mode of transportation. I get a little motion, I get a lot motion sickness, so it, it's not my favorite. Uh, I,
0: I, I do love the Skyliner. I think it's the, the first ride to yeah. get to the rest of the ride. <laughs> it's not like a better than a bus, but yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I can see where it give you a little motion sickness. All right. So tell yeah. us, you guys get over to Epcot. So uh, how'd that go over there?
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm really bummed to say it, but Epcot wound up being um, a disappointment for us for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's, it's my favorite park, my favorite park. And I was, you know, i I talked it up so much, the best place for adults with all the restaurants and the food. But I have never in like my nine, 10 trips, been to Epcot without a festival. <laughs> That's and true. it's hard I, to do. <laughs> I didn't do extra research of where to get snacks and where to get drinks because I'm so used to just getting the little booklet and, and you know, checking off what I want. So we got there and we kind of didn't know what to do and where to go. We wanted to get get a drink first and walk around and anywhere we saw a line for a drink it was so long like each line was just so long we were kind of losing our energy we were tired um finally we stopped the cast member we're like where can we go to get a drink Um, and we ended up in morocco to get they sell like sangria for two so we, we sat and i think we sat for like 45 minutes and just sat and just kind of recovered and planned out the rest of the day we're like all right if if we're a little overwhelmed with where to go let's start booking some rides So we booked, um, actually I think Remy, our, our, Mm -hmm. our purchase Remy was ready. Um, I, I knew I would not even be able to open my eyes on the ride and that's exactly what happened. Um, she loved it. Even she felt a little queasy. I, I can't even go on there with my eyes closed. It was not, not the ride for me, but I enjoyed the smells as I was keeping my eyes closed. Um, but it was, she said it was cute. I don't know. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I can see because it does have screens and it's 3D. So if you have kind of you could I can see where motion sickness could be an issue if you're sensitive to that. Because I I felt a little bit of it. It's not bad. I can do it. But yeah, I I could see where that would happen. But you were having some bad luck with the rides because you guys trying to Spaceship Earth. It was broken down. Uh, You're trying to get on Soarin', but it was kind of a long wait because you guys had a reservation for La Hacienda. Had bail on that to get over to dinner. So just one of those again, one of those days, it looks like.
1: It was. It was it was unfortunate. It's still my favorite park, and I can't wait to redo it. Um, and it didn't leave a bad taste in her mouth. You know, she still was was impressed, but we did not accomplish what, what we really thought we were going to at the park. Um, but dinner was excellent. I had talked up the avocado, the frozen avocado margarita at La Hacienda, La Hacienda. Um, we enjoyed our meal, but I, I, I was falling asleep in my my plate at that point. Yeah, no um, kidding. I, I mean, thought you, we would yeah. last for, for fireworks. I hadn't seen Harmonious. I wanted to just at least say I saw it. I said, we're out. We're well, out. Let's go. Thank that's a me. long day.
0: I mean, because you got to remember, like you were up at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning and just going, going, going. I mean, I can't imagine you made it that long. Like that's a long day because you're just, just the distances walking around Epcot, walking to the studios, walking around the studios around the magic kingdom. It's a lot. It was a lot. It It was a
1: lot. Like we, we were crawling back home, but still it's a beautiful walk back. I love that walk back. We took the boardwalk way back and kind of took that in as our last time. Um, and unfortunately we had to set our alarms for 5. AM the next day because we had a super early flight. Um, but we felt accomplished. You know, it still was a good day. We were just, we were tired. We but were
0: it, look, done. it looks like you got home. I mean, you know, early travel day on Sunday, but you made it home and got to watch your kids sports. So, I mean, right that's really kind of right. I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, I love watching my kids play sports. So
1: back yep, to reality. It
0: was a, back to reality. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's good. stuff. I mean, it's why we do what we do for our kids. So let, yeah. let me ask you this. as We wrap up. This has been a lot of fun talking about all the stuff in the theme parks, but especially the running stuff for me. Um, somebody that might be looking at signing up for princess here in the next, you know, week to 10 days when the registration opens up, what would you tell them as far as your experience? Like what was something maybe that you got out of it that you weren't expecting or something that you wish you would have known beforehand? You know, somebody would have told you that about the weekend.
1: Sure. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was it got me to run. I have never run ever in my life. And once I had committed to that date, I knew I wanted to make it count. So that that was the biggest motivator um, for me to just continue to run. I mean, COVID made it easier because I was working remote. I don't get to work remote ever, you know, to school. So that, that helped. Um, But yeah, it was a big motivating. I joined, you know, groups and Facebook groups to keep me motivated. The lizards, I was part of that. And um, it was, it's a huge community. It is a huge, huge community. I think- I, I don't know if I had my numbers right, but, like, 13,000 10K runners, like, that was huge.
0: It is. Um, it's Yeah, when, when you think about it, you go to these races at Disney, and you when you think about, like, if you take away all the, you know, the pageantry of the event, really what boils down to you have, you know, thirteen fifteen thousand 15,000 people standing in the Epcot parking lot in January at 3 o'clock in the morning. You know, it's like... This is really the reality of this from all around the world. Like people have flown and paid thousands of dollars to get up at three o'clock in the morning, get on a bus, stand in like, you know, sometimes (laughs) 40, 45 degree weather for two hours to then go run six miles or three miles or what have you, whatever the race is. But the thing is, like you said, I mean, people were smiling. I guarantee as they're listening to the show today that, you know, the excitement of getting to that start line, the excitement of your friend getting to be there and share that moment with you and, I'm sure when you got back, you know, relaying the story to your kids and that's an inspiration to your kids. You know, I would imagine that, you know, I I truly believe that, you know, kids are parents are the role models for their kids. And, you know, they might not say it, but seeing their mom chase down something like this, you know, get physically active, go participate in a big, big race down at Walt Disney World. It's got to go a long way with them, even even if our kids don't say it. I bet you it's there.
1: I, I do know what affected them. They 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 are floating the idea of doing the 5k, you know, one day. Um, but I think I told you before, I'm I'm not racing. I'm not racing to um, sign up for the next yeah, one, but good. maybe in the future. Yeah, there's
0: always going to be a next race, we hope. So, uh, well, hey, I appreciate you coming on, Jess. It's been a lot of fun for me and I know for our audience as well. And, uh, you know, maybe not this next race, but hopefully I'll see you in the corrals a few years down the road. It'd be a good time to see you out there.
1: Sounds good, and my mind is remains open to
0: do it in the future. <laughs> <laughs> right. it's good. It's good that you're not addicted right away because ninety five percent of the people are, and then it gets to be insanity. And then yeah. you're buying sneakers every two months, and it's uh something hard to keep up with. But again, thanks for coming on, and uh, good luck on the rest of your school year. By the way, wrap it up, uh, oh, wrap you. up strong. <laughs>
1: okay, have a great summer. Enjoy Disneyland. <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely. All right, don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Don't forget last week we started booking those twenty twenty three. Walt Disney World vacation packages. So, if you want to head to Walt Disney World here in 2023, and of course, we can still book 2022, we're not just getting rid of this year either. You could just swing by the magicforless.com, fill out that free, no obligation quote form, and we'll take great care of you right there. Mention the show, and you and I are going to work on that trip together. So, again, check them out today over at the magicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you very much to our patrons who support the podcast each and every month. You guys allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over to Patreon.com slash Podcast. Give me a follow on the social media. I'd love to talk to you this week. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow the show on Facebook and YouTube to search for the Be Our Guest podcast and join us this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. It's you, me, and Scotty G. We'll be talking Disney and taking your calls. You're the star of the show Sunday night. So come on over and hang out with us for an hour and let's talk about anything you want to speak about when it comes to Disney. All right, we're going to get out of here and let you get on with your week. Thanks again, as always, for hanging with us and hope you enjoyed a little. Theme park talk, a little dolphin talk, a little run Disney talk to get you excited here to start the week. And uh, we'll be back again with more listener questions on Wednesday. So until then, for Jess, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Monday. Time to get back to work, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the BR Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our
1: website at brguestpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.